It's another episode of Loosely Attached. Thanks so much for coming back on the show. If you haven't already, follow the social media, the Instagram, the Twitter, the TikTok, and the YouTube at Loosely Attached Pod. And today we have Mateus on the show from Brazil, the professor, but not a real <laughs> professor, um, just a fake one. But uh, man, it's uh, it's great to have you on, Professor. And uh, we talk about so much. We talk about your background in Brazil. Uh, we talk about man, really, how this day and age is changing our society and the technology and the mindset that comes with it, which takes us into an insane social experiment that. Uh, Mateus brought to us from a psychologist that he studied. So uh, that's an interactive moment for you guys. Go and test yourselves. I mean, he he tested us in it. I mean, you know, take what you will from from our from our answers. But everything um, makes sense now, man. That that social experiment opened my eyes to everything. <laughs> you say that every time, man. It opened my eyes to everything. You say that every every, every week. Oh, my fucking eyes are open now. They're open. It's crazy. Yeah, but, you know, definitely. Definitely a good one. So, man, you know, after that, we pretty much ramble. Like, from there, it just completely spirals off. We talk about happiness. We talk about, um, you know, the differences in upbringings and how that changes your happiness. And then I actually don't know what the fuck we talked about at the end, but it was pretty good. So go ahead, follow everything. Go and listen. We're excited to have you guys. We'll see you in there. Okay, and we're back, and uh, the first international guest on the show, the the professor himself, Mateus, all the way from Brazil. Mateus, welcome, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, we've been talking about doing this for a long time, oh, yeah. and yeah. I'm really glad you guys brought me in, and I'm happy to be here, man. Super hype. Dude, Logan, one of the most random friends that I think I've ever made in my entire life was the professor, man. How did you guys meet? Dude, like through mutual friends, like we were just, we would see each other out and I like, I'm going to be honest, like even for a couple months, it would just sort of be like, he would be in the same place as me and I would be in the same place as him. We would like shake hands, talk, have a drink, move on. Mm -hmm. And then like eventually that sort of like pivoted into, you know, we were starting to hang out more around these mutual friends and then, you know before we knew it, the mutual friends like kind of didn't become that anymore. It was just like, we were just bros. Hell yeah. And, um, we brought in, we brought in our boy. Uh, we have our one friend, Ajan, who, uh, (laughs) I would love to have on here at some point. And it's just been like, it's been the coolest ever because you know, the past couple months, I mean, really the past like four or five months, it's just been us three just chilling and having a, a good time. And it came in a time where I was like, I don't know, like, I was kind of, like, hating the people that I was around as a whole. I was like, man, like, these people aren't that exciting to me. Yeah. And, like, he was the one exception to that. And then he had these other friends who he hung out with who weren't them. Yeah. So this this dude helped me branch into, like, a different friend group in a city that I didn't know. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. So... I've been wondering this, and you've traveled a lot, and you you lived in Brazil for a little bit, right? Yeah. What's like 
outside of the United States, that's like the one thing I haven't really got to experience. What's life like, like day to day basis outside of the U.S.? <laughs> um, similar in some way, man. Similar so way. That's a hard question too. Um, it's not the, the worst. Okay, the worst question I ever get uh, as a foreigner is, "What is Brazil like?" <laughs> because it's so broad, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This one. Um, what is life like in Brazil um, or outside of the U.S.? It's pretty, I would say it's mostly similar, man. Mostly similar. It depends. It, it changes when you change from more like big city to country life, things like that. Yeah. But it's, it's just, that's what I mean. Like, it's a little hard to describe. Yeah, so broad. That's kind of what blew uh, my mind when I was there was that there, I mean, I, I don't know why this was so surprising to me, but there is like still big cities and country so there's like there's brazilian rednecks yeah <laughs> in a way it's wild yeah. like you can't get you can't escape rednecks no matter where you go it's weird oh, but shit. it's it's not the same yeah. it's like a little different but like there's kind of like the city people and then there's kind of like i don't know like the country people and yeah. there's just there right. it's different lifestyles it's different vibes right yeah um Obviously, it changes a lot when you when you talk about like certain events, certain things that hype people up. Mm -hmm. um, for us, a lot of be would be like soccer, for example. Yeah. People get yeah. together to watch soccer on the Sunday, have barbecue, um, rather than football. Or yeah, it's like Alabama, yeah. Alabama like football yeah. here. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're watching Alabama football like that down there. No, no. Yeah. Oh shit, man. That was, dude. The biggest thing for me when I was in Brazil was the food like such a different diet and and it was it's crazy because like this this makes me realize that americans and their diets are just that bad yeah like we're such an overweight country as a result of the quality of our food i spent uh, what a month in brazil and ate good food like every meal that i ate was like that just banging mm -hmm. so good but I mean, it was also really healthy and, and fresh and, yeah. like, had just been, like, brought to the table that day. It wasn't processed, you know. And that paired with rigorous physical exercise because it was, a you know, great weather every day. And we were out playing sports, lifting weights, all that. Dude, I came back, <laughs> cr like, crushed, like, shredded. It was probably the best shape I've ever been in in my life yeah. was at that point. Because the food, I mean, just clean proteins like good seasoned like excellent tasting vegetables and burning like 4,000 calories a day I like I, I'm telling you it's the best possible lifestyle and they all for the most part I mean live like that right I mean right yeah um, because of the weather because the culture is very much about people like exercising going to the beach if you live by the beach doing a lot of sports that end up having people have a more healthy lifestyle yeah um it's with, very active. With me, it's usually the opposite because I go on vacations and stuff, and I eat. Usually, I go like for example, end of the year, so there's always like a lot of feasts and stuff, and just eating from my mom, mama's food and stuff. So like, <laughs> I end up gaining weight or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I ended up just having yeah. What's the uh, what's the craziest thing you've experienced here versus the craziest thing you've experienced over there? Um. Personally or... P personally. Person or, that or that I lived. Or, in or like just like a life experience, like craziest story here versus there. Craziest story here. I have to think that about that for a second. 
That's a broad question. There's I mean, so like, th- there's so, there's so many things. I mean, there's things I live personally, but there's things I've seen that yeah. you know, you know what I mean. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know the craziest thing I've ever lived. I don't know. Definitely, um, I mean, some of the things I've not personally, but some of the things I've seen in Brazil happen crazy, like like political protests that that started. Um, this big political movement of people just getting becoming more aware and going to the streets and protesting, which started about 2013. Yeah, that was really big. That was really big. So that was something crazy that I lived there at the moment. I was like, oh my god, this is happening! Like, we're were you in them? Like, I wasn't in them because um, at the time it was a really bit hard to identify, especially because the people that was like it, it was so much general that people that didn't have an objective view. So it was like. I don't fully identify with everyone's reasons, so yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna go. Plus, it was getting to a point where it was getting pretty violent, Hell yeah. and I was younger at the time, so that's something that was really wild to see. Like, man, this is like this is like history books. And then um, a couple like this was 2013, and then a couple of years that um, you had a president that was impeached. You had uh, the biggest corruption scandal in the world. Yeah, uh, come out. <laughs> it's to a bu- crazy the, literally story. Literally the biggest corruption scandal. <laughs> In the world, man. <laughs> it was like it was like a thirty-year elaborate plan, right? Holy wasn't shit. it like it wasn't that long? It wasn't, but it was uh, very elaborate. Yeah, very elaborate plan between the government, the biggest oil company, construction <laughs> companies, and Jeez. so that happened. The president got impeached. Uh, another very uh, dangerous president came to power. So all of this happening um, again, starting two thousand thirteen, was one of the craziest things that I was witness. It's just wild to me. That that's one thing that hasn't happened here a whole lot in my lifetime up until yeah. probably the past four years. Like and it was around the same time that it happened for you. You're a little older than us, Professor. I think. I mean, because you're you're into grad school, right? Twenty five. Twenty five. Yeah. I mean, okay. So twenty three and and nineteen. I mean, um, like around the same age, probably roughly. Mm-hmm. I mean, I. I don't know what I would do. I've never been, I've never been in any of those type of protests for the same reason. Like I, 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 you know, kind of felt like there was better ways to express myself. And, um, I mean, it's certainly like, it's definitely crazy, but I mean, that's been going on in Brazil for quite some time. Mm -hmm. It's every country, this type of stuff happens. But it's a lot more controlled, even in its most chaotic points. It's more controlled, I think, here. I don't know about there how it was. Right. Here, this past, really this past three to two years has been insane. Like, it, usually an election is, is, yeah, you have your both sides or whatever, whatever. But it just feels like so, like, not even to the point of politics at, at this point. It's like love and hate. Like, this country is... It feels like it's split in two, and it's not even, it's not even about like Republican and Democrat anymore. It's more like I hate you because you believe this, and now it's like a, an everlasting thing. It just feels different. Like twenty twenty one, twenty twenty two feels different. It's just right. difficult because there is, a lot of unrest outside, of that world, that people are worried about is controlled by politicians. I think that it'll mellow itself out. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, difference in opinion will be a little bit more allowed again. I don't think it's going to be something that's permanent, but you know, 
Um, I think that kind of this era that we're in right now is going to be talked about for a really yeah. long time. I don't think we realize how, mm-hmm. you know, monumental this past. Well, he said it. We're living in a history book right now. Like He right? did, this yeah. This is going to be a right. fucking chapter. Yep. Oh, I hope it's it's probably going to be multiple chapters. Yeah. Like <laughs> so much has happened, but there's always it's crazy because you know the world has this weird way of kind of like resetting itself. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about like as long as time has been a thing. Like the dinosaurs, you know, were destroyed and became extinct, and then humans came along, and who knows what before that. Yeah, there's the 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 Earth and um, you know creation is constantly like going through trials that reset the civilization a little bit. I mean, think about, um, you know, the the medieval times. There was plagues and, and yeah. you know, grievous wars. And those wars led to, you know, revolutions and um, discovering new places and, like, inventions and all types of different advancements. So, you know, these advancements now are crazy because it's like, we're in a you know a time where we're almost too ahead of ourselves in technology like i i always get this feeling that the technology that's possible has not been released to the public yet because once it is it's going to like change everything yeah. mm-hmm. so in a sense we're ahead of ourselves because that technology is so powerful that if put in the wrong hands it could actually destroy us and i think that people realize that and it's like I don't. I I couldn't. I couldn't pinpoint what it is because we don't know. Well, we went from a home phone with a fucking wire to a touchscreen iPhone in less right. than ten years. Yeah. Imagine ten years mm-hmm. from now, like the just how fast things advance. And it's gonna be like exponential, no? Like it's gonna go even faster and faster yeah. every time. Yeah. It's scary. Yeah. I, I've always been afraid of this, but I mean, at the same time, it's cool because all this stuff is so useful. But it's like, holy fuck, man! This could, <laughs> this could really actually fuck us if well, we're not careful. Well, vice versa. What if, what if soon we hit our peak? Like, what if one day we 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 invent all this shit and then we just stop We'd and stop. we start going downhill? Mm-hmm. That would be that'd be a crazy world. Like where we just physically like think about. It. Let's say like, let's say two like good genes start breeding and then like they selectively stop breeding like idiocracy you ever seen that movie yeah. like idiocracy right like you come in with like the the like the rednecks or whatever outbreed like the smart people and then they just hit a point to where they can no longer evolve and it just goes downhill from there like that may be in our near future some crazy shit like that I'm telling you the this feels like and it felt like this when it when it started when um you know when when the news came out that we were you know, in a, a global crisis, it was like, this feels a whole lot like what wiped out other people before us. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, oh, damn, you know, what's going on and how do we adjust? And man, people are adjusting. Things are changing. Yeah. You know, and um, they'll never return to what people thought was normal. So, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, like, who knows? We could be getting reset here. Yeah. And we're in the center of it. So. Um, it's also crazy because all, we're all super young, and so we will know with complete consciousness what life was like before, and then we will see probably to completion what happens afterwards. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck knows what that could be? <laughs> I don't know, man. That's it's a definitely a crazy time to be alive. Not none, nonetheless, but 
You know, know I'm enjoying it though. Yeah, I'm enjoying it. Like things, things are things are wild, but um, you know we, you know we live good lives, and um, man, it could be a whole lot worse. You know, right? right. I don't know. Yeah. Like I'm lucky to. I feel like so lucky to have, um, you know, intelligent people that I can bounce these ideas off of. You know, like people genuinely don't think about this for the majority. I had mm -hmm. I had a, a guy who listens to our podcast slide up and he actually told me to bring up this this topic. What makes certain people have certain opinions about certain things? Like let's say like parenting aside, like we hit 18, 19, we become young adults. Like what makes people have different opinions? Who said that? Uh shout out Robert Earl and shout out Julian. Both, okay. of, both of them kind of mentioned the same thing. Like, I don't, That's a good question. I, yeah, it's, it's interesting just to think, like, parenting definitely plays a role in it, but, like, at, at a certain point, you do make your own decisions. Yeah. So, like, certain opinions and certain people, I don't know. It's just a crazy that we all, like, are so similar but so different. Right. That, go, that goes into a really interesting topic of uh, free will, right? Uh, pretty much there's this um, neuropsychologist, I think his Sam Harris, I've listened to a lot and he's really smart and he he wrote a book on free will actually and he pretty much says that we free will is an illusion right we don't have free will like we think that we may have like our freedom to choose what we want but in reality we have like we take actions or we have opinions uh, of topics because it's mostly a mix of your biology so like your genetics how you're born to a mix of your environment guiding you to take that action but the point that he tried to tries to make which is really interesting is that even when we think that we have a lot of choice we don't we're still being guided by things that are outside of our control that's fucking nuts like what though so like like thought so like for example when a thought comes up for you to like take an action d decide between one thing or another you're thinking that you have free will, but in reality, you have a thought that comes up before yeah. you realize, but you don't have control of that thought. That's well, then who okay. does? <laughs> okay, so he nuts. does. Okay, if you want to try, he did this in a in a little uh, presentation. We could try a, a little game. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right up. Okay. Live. Okay. That, that's the first funny, dude. the first social experiment done on <laughs> this podcast ever. Right now. Hell yeah. Lead me so, into it. Okay, so Sam Harris did this, and it was really interesting. Made me think a lot. So okay, so what he did is, so I ask you guys to think, think of a city. Okay. Any city you want in the world. Okay? Just, you got it? Yep. You thought of that city? Okay. Um, let me th remember how does it go after that. So after that, he asked, okay, go ahead and uh, name the city that you chose. Out loud? Yeah. Miami. Miami? Luke? Pittsburgh. Miami, Pittsburgh. Okay. So this you could say, like, this is the most, like, the freest decision that you can make, right? Like, there's nothing pressuring you to choose. Like, there's no wrong answer, no right. There's nothing, like, nothing that could go wrong. You know, you have a million of choices, right? Yeah. You chose Miami. You chose Pittsburgh, okay? Yeah. So, okay, so you could say, I, I said, pick any city in the world, right? Well, you could think you have full freedom to choose any city, but think about the cities you didn't think of. Why, why didn't you choose Austin? Why didn't you choose Rio? Why didn't you choose Dallas? Well, it didn't occur to you to choose those cities. It didn't cross your mind. Maybe when I said think of a city, you probably thought, okay, 
Pensacola, New York, Los Angeles, Pittsburgh, <laughs> and then you landed on Pittsburgh. So, but you didn't have freedom, you didn't have free will to choose the cities that didn't occur to you. Okay, so that's the first point. <laughs> that first is point fuck is you don't have free will to choose something that doesn't occur to you. You know what I mean? Okay. So if I say pick a city, but if you don't think about the city, you can't choose it. Okay, but whatever. So the second point is you probably did think of a, uh, a list of cities, right? You thought, again, New York, some whatever. Why you landed on Pittsburgh? So again, probably... Uh, may, Say, why did it choose Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, by the way? I mean, honestly, Pittsburgh was just the first city I thought of. Like, I lived near there for a lot of time. I have a lot of good friends there. So when I think of cities, the first thing I think of is the buildings in Pittsburgh. Right. You know, it was just on my so, mind. I was just there, too. So Right. So if you, if you start to explore that a little bit more, why I chose Pittsburgh, and you start going, like, really going back to it, you start thinking, okay, so when I thought of city, I thought of friends. When I thought of friends, I thought of this guy. When I thought of this guy or something. The thing is, these thoughts that come up, came up to you, the, your friends, your, your backstory or your life experience, you couldn't control those thoughts. You just became aware of them, but they came to your mind without your um, free will, without you choosing that, the thought. It's like a subconscious. So it kind of pushed you to choose Pittsburgh. So if you don't have full authority to choose a city, if you have something pushing, his argument is that you don't have free will. Dude, everything makes so much sense. That's valid. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Everything's clicking. I see why people, like, never leave their hometown because they're pressured and they're, like, they're, these little seeds are planted in their brain. So now every time they think about doing something different, they just keep thinking about why they shouldn't because of all these seeds mm -hmm. that were planted so young that they don't even remember they were planted, but they're there. But the, Okay, but think about that because you didn't think about a city that you're really associated with in any way. Mine, that's, my, that's my goal. That's why I thought of it. That's the first city that I want to say I lived in. Mm -hmm. Like city-wise. When you said city, I thought of like city city, not like a town city. That's so crazy. Pensacola didn't cross my mind, but I thought like skyscraper – and like living wise, so Miami popped in instantly. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, I mean that's really that's a cool experiment because it makes you think, why did I choose that city? And you start to kind of evaluate. Yeah. But you know, that's also insane because it's it's quite literally like there is a subconscious, like your brain is leading you towards decisions to make without you even realizing it. Yeah, right. I don't think that, because like my first question was like, who is in control? If, if we're not in control, who is in control? I think it's subconsciously you. Subconscious, yeah. 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 But your subconscious isn't really you because somebody had to have like, whether it be yourself just growing up or somebody like manipulating, not manipulating, but raising you to think a certain way. Like, yeah, it's you making the decision, but you didn't think about all those little seeds that were already planted. Right. So yeah. really you have nothing just well, what other people showed you and then you formed your own opinion based on what they taught you to think and whether you branch out either you go away from it you take a little from it or you go all with it i think it's trained thinking as well i mean like you're i mean people always say you're a product of your environment and i mean like i would even argue that your subconscious is a compilation of all of your um, your memories and then your present situation. Yeah. Like, you know, we could be talking about this, but you know, I could subconsciously be completely elsewhere in my brain, like thinking of something else. Yeah. That's because I'm thinking about something else in my present 
or maybe it's, you know, I don't know, past or future. I would argue it was, it would be either present or past. Yeah. Um, maybe future. If I'm thinking about like what I'm going to eat later, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's don't just, know. um, it's very different. Well, what if we took two identical kids and we like, we raised them from birth and then like we saw what they did, like the age of their 18 and we, we only like did like the necessities. Like we, we gave them food, we did this and this, and then they went to public school. Like, I wonder would they have the exact same path or would they like, what would make them go different ways if we did nothing to manipulate them? You mean like you raise both people in the same environment and, the and treat them the same thing. way? And like, yeah, like we don't, we don't teach politics. We don't teach this, this, this. We don't give them this career choice. Just general public school. Nobody interferes with anything. And we just like exact same life. Would they take the exact same path or would their, because they are still two different people, but like would their brains take the same route or would they branch off? Like, would it be, I don't know, man. <laughs> That I'm, you should I'm, be answering I, this, Professor. I've, I I've heard of studies of like oh not studies but like people that have um, twins that grew up completely separate. So this would be a, maybe a little bit different, but like grew up completely separate, like separate mm-hmm. from birth. But they were twins, identical twins. And then I know this. I don't remember exactly the details, but like they come back, they find each other like years later, twenty years, maybe thirty years later, and they're married to like very similar, maybe the same name of of a wife or oh, something. Shit. They have like very similar tastes, very similar lives. So that yeah. There was a movie. I thought you were about to bring it up. I thought you were leading towards it. But there's a movie. It's on Hulu, and I don't know what it's called, but, I mean, look it up if you're interested. There is a guy that goes to college. He's a freshman, just coming on, and, no, I take that back. He's a transfer. It's very important to know that he's a second-year transfer. So people are walking up to him like they already know him, but they're calling him by a different name than his own. And he's like, "What, what, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know you. And they're like, what do you mean? Like, we lived together last year or whatever. And so he starts to think. He's like, man, there's got to be a reason for this. And it turns out he has a twin that goes to the same college who he didn't know about. (laughs) So they meet each other and they talk and they figure out, like, we are identical twins. Like, they were both adopted, they said. They were adopted at birth. And so they do a little bit more research and it turns out that there's a third. So they have three brothers, triplets. Identical. They all look the same. This is a true story. This actually happened. It's a movie, but it, it actually happened. And these kids, I mean, I don't want to give away too much of it, but, you know, it turns out that these kids were all put together for a social experiment. And oh, so they were born together and then separated and given to a lower class, a middle class and an upper class family. So all different financial upbringings. And then the study was by these psychologists who were trying to figure out how these kids reacted to that. And it's a really, it's actually a sad story because I think, I think that I they heard, couldn't, yeah. they could not process that. Yeah. I think I heard about that. Well, I told Whether, you about yeah, it. Yeah. You told me. I was yeah. like, yeah. I was like, what the fuck? No, we were literally just talking about yeah. this last week, professor. Like it was just something we recently talked about and it was a, it was a psychological study and they, mm-hmm. they, all they did was change up how these kids lived a little bit and they lived completely different lives. They were all different people based on their upbringing. Unreal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Humans in general are very strange. Just the way we operate, the things we do. Yeah. Like a problem in one person's head could be so 
different than another. Like, I'll give an example of,、uh, let's say there's a rich man, two rich men, and like one is born into wealth and the other earns wealth, right? So the one who was already born in the wealth never has to feel that struggle or never has to have that want to do this so he can get to this financial standpoint because his whole life he's already been there. However, little problems such as maybe,、um, I don't know, death or a little problem such as, not a little problem, death, it's a bigger problem, but little、I'd、problems like maybe a wife or maybe kids would, would have so much more strain on him than somebody who was born into. A lower class family and had to deal with this throughout anyway. And those problems they learned how to deal with easily because they were always striving to get wealth.、Mm-hmm. So, like, one is always striving to get wealth and one is always striving to, like, kind of find happiness. And even though they're both going for the same thing, they were already given two different things, if that makes sense. I mean, you're, you're basically just talking about two, two different lifestyles and. I don't know. Like, I look at that and I think, like, these two lifestyles are so different. Like, a person that struggled to, you know, gain financial success and someone who had financial success, they're both missing things that they're trying to fix in their lives. Yeah. And I, I mean, I made this point to you earlier, Logan. I think that very, very much so, people are constantly looking for. The solution to their problems. No matter what they have, there's always something else that they could have. Yeah. Or, a, a, you know, part of their life that could be better. And they're so fixated on the things that they don't have that they don't even realize what's good in their lives or what they do have. And, and I struggle with that myself. It's like, man, like I've got so much good that's going for me. And like I'm chasing all this. That I'm trying to achieve or, or to have in my life, and I forget about what I already do have. People do this their whole lives, and then they're, then they're old and about to die, and they're like, fuck, I really had a ton and I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. The bad always outweighs the good so heavily. And it's, it's more mental, it's a mental thing. We, the bad outweighs the good? The bad always hits harder than the good. Like, a bad scenario will, will make you think more than if something good happens. When、okay. something good happens, yeah, it's cool, you appreciate it, but you move on. I can see that.、Good. Yeah. But the bad lingers and it just stays around and you dread on it. Here's the reality the good outweighs the bad. Yeah. In, 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 at least in our lives. Like, we've got a hell of a lot that's going for us that's good. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. I think that in our minds, the bad outweighs. Yeah. The、right. good. I think that the bad in our head is way bigger than what it really is. And、mm-hmm. all the problems that we're having, or whatever, at least for me, whatever I'm suffering or what I'm going through, if I can just step out of my own mind for a second and look down at my own self and say, man, that problem's not so bad, and sort of snap back into reality, it's like, wow, I'm not, I don't know why I'm so worried about that. Let's just move on.、Mm-hmm. And, and it always works. And, and the, as we get older, I can't help but feel like our problems like grow.、Mm-hmm. You know, like you, div- you, you like solve one problem and then your next one is like another, you know, more difficult step that requires you. So I don't know. I can't help but feel like the best way to solve that is to, as you go through life step by step, just make sure that you're making good decisions for your future. And that sounds like something my parents would tell me like, man, think really hard about what you're doing because. You know, it's going to affect your future. Yeah. Like, okay, like whatever. <laughs> But it's true. Yeah. Right. I don't know, man. There's, 
there's so much that we we take granted we take for granted like like even with me like i'm always trying to just hit that next that next step like i i it's so hard for me to to sit back and be like look what i've done because i feel like i've done nothing like i feel like i've done the bare minimum because there's so much more i'm trying to achieve like if i the ultimate goal is just to be able to to really just live free whether whether that be even if I want to sleep in, I don't want to feel like I wasted anything or I had anything to do. You I love wanna... sleeping in. <laughs> this motherfucker loves to sleep in more than anything else. The life goal is to sleep in. <laughs> the, I mean, the um, life goal is to probably sleep in and get paid for it yeah, for him. Well, not even to sleep in. Like I I do want to wake up earlier. I just I work such like these weird hours right now. Yeah. I'm so young. It's like sleeping in is really like my only me time. I feel like. I flame you all the time, but I was actually right there. When I was working in retail, I would sleep so late and be up so late because I would get off at midnight. Yeah, it's and mm-hmm. then by the time you get everything you wanted to get done, it's 2, 3 a.m. like that. Yeah. So. And it's a shame because, you know, I feel like, um, I feel like when I was staying up that late and sleeping in that late, I was misunderstood for being lazy. Mm-hmm. And I was so angry about that because I was like, I'm working my ass off right now trying to thrust myself into my career. And it was like, people would be like, man, you slept till two. You're fucking lazy. It's like, dude, right. I was up till, I was up till four the night before trying right. to make things happen. Right. There is this whole idea, right? Like that you sleep, you sleep in, you're lazy. Like people, you gotta yeah. get up, wake up early. Uh, dude. People, a lot of people don't give a lot of credit to how important sleep is and how important, how like, how that can really affect your day and really affect your productivity. True. Right. Yeah. I find it, I find it unreal how difficult my life becomes if I don't get sleep. It didn't used to be like that. And Logan, even you, you're a bit younger than me. Man, the, you'll I'm you'll good. sleep three hours and be like straight. Really? Yeah, I'm good. I I can. I let's see. If I work two to twelve, I can go drive six hours to Orlando, do the whole day, and then go to sleep at like 10 p.m. and wake up by 6 a.m. the next day and be just fine. It's so weird. Like I can pull I can not do that pull anymore. an all-nighter no. and, and another half day, get like six, five, six hours of sleep and be just fine. I mean, I don't prefer to do it, but like if I, once I get up, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It might, just, it might just be a me thing. Sleep's important. There's it no is, doubt about it. Sleep's important. It's personal, too. Like, people have different, like, schedules, there's, you know, and people can d- sleep different hours, but... There's some... I don't know if it's a disease or, like, something like that, but there was... I was reading about it. There's, like, people who who can get three hours of sleep and naturally function the same as if they got seven. So, like... That like, sounds awesome. Yeah, like, there's, <laughs> there's an that. actual... Like, there's an actual thing out there. I'm not sure what it's called, but I was reading about it, like... There's a word for them, and they can sleep three hours, and it's the same. Like it does the same amount on their body as if they was was to sleep seven or eight. Right. Mm-hmm. No, I would. I would absolutely love that type of. <laughs> I mean, I would get so much more done. Yeah. Yeah. I need my sleep. Mm-hmm. But I've been getting up. I've been getting up. I was telling uh, the professor, man. I, I've been getting up early to lift, and it's changed my whole life. Yeah. I get so much more done because I'm actually sleeping less theoretically, but I'm up earlier. I just have to throw a parenthesis in there to, to the listeners. 
when Lou calls me professor, I'm not an actual professor. No, yeah. <laughs> Don't give credit to as if I, if I were a professor. The- we will have to say that in the beginning. <laughs> it's a really long story, but there's it's a... It's a long story. I just want people... Oh, man, this, this professor's... I don't know. Man. Oh, this doesn't sound like a professor, man. He's saying some, some weird shit. You're close, know, man. man. You don't give yourself enough credit. You are an educated <laughs> man. Not a professor yeah, just no. yet, but... Um, the, the, he's the professor because of uh, Money Heist. You've, I don't think, Logan, I don't think you've ever seen Money mm-hmm. Heist, but there's a dude in it who they call the professor, and that <laughs> these two look alike. So, I mean, it's actually a nickname that I didn't give him, but everyone that, like, I met him around gave it to him. And I think that this dude in the show is so fucking, like, cool that it fits. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. He hates the name. I ha- no, I, I don't. Ha- I don't. I haven't seen the show. That's what I was gonna say. Oh, you haven't seen it. Mm. I don't know. There's sometimes he's like, ah, eh, you know, like he, if you saw the show, you would be like, yeah, he's cool. Maybe. Like he, he's. But it's just a funny nickname. People say it and like, do you teach classes? And then, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Everyone gets so know. confused. But man, you know, it's coming up. It's coming up, man. I mean, you. Uh, what? I mean, theoretically, if you went to school for what two more years, you would be a professor, right? You'd be a doctor. Oh, if I went. If I got a PhD, but that's that's not on my path. What are you going for? Well, I already I finished uh, for industrial organizational psychology. Oh yeah. But just a master's, and that's that's where I'm stopping. Oh, just a master's. That's, that's yeah. a big accomplishment. You said just a master's. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. No, it's like, I didn't mean it. No, but like not. Yeah, not not going ahead. It's yeah. such a. It's that's that actually is a huge accomplishment. But man, there's no chance that I further my education anymore. I'll I'll handle the rest in the streets, <laughs> straight up. Like I will I will figure out the rest through trial and error, because I hated testing that much yeah. and studying and homework that much I paid mm-hmm. one of my good friends oh probably don't want to say that <laughs> we'll come back on that just admitted to cheating on live air yeah. mm-hmm. man look I got my degree man if you if you look if you go through school legitimately you didn't try hard enough and that's all I'll say on that not admitting to anything and this will not hold up in a court of law because sarcasm right and joking which we're on a podcast right comedic but if you're not trying to you know like cut a little bit of corners you didn't really do college right hell my friend didn't go to school okay look one of my friends didn't go to class for two months just googled everything when he showed up to the test got a better grade than me and to be fair i was trying in that class that's true being straight up honest so i I saw kids cheat and get way better grades just saying I don't know though, man. Incredible, incredible show, man. Really interesting stuff. Like, I think that Mateus coming on as kind of like having a psychological background really helped us in this one. That's a good fit. It's a good fit. I really want to know if you, okay, if you went along with the psychological test, the social experiment that we did on this episode. Send us a message on the Instagram at loosely attached pod or on the Twitter or wherever else you do your social media. Tell us what you thought of. What city did you think of and why? Let's let's hear some thoughts. I would love to know what people were thinking on this one. Um, because there was a specific reason. I never I never asked you, Mateus, what city would you have thought of in that test? I don't know. I mean, most likely the ones that would come up would be like famous ones around here and then some in Brazil. Yeah. Um Unless, again, something like, I don't know, something gravitated, something that I, I thought maybe 
earlier today and then made me think of a different city but that's true yeah something that that didn't cross your mind crosses your mind in the time of trying to think it's wild <laughs> i would it's like wild, to know man. though let us know what you thought and mateus man thanks for coming on thanks oh, man. yeah buddy it was Appreciate a good time it, best of luck to you you got to come back yeah now Absolutely. that you you're you're on the show once, and then um, any time that we want you to come back, you have to, and it's on our time, not yours. It's a completely <laughs> um, selfish thing for us. So just would, so you know that, I would love to, man. I would love oh, yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> man, it was a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for listening. If you haven't already, follow the YouTube. We've got the TikTok up. We've got the Instagram. We've got the Twitter. Take care of yourselves. Hey, man, party hard this weekend. Work hard next week. And we will see you next time. Thanks a lot for listening. Let a shawty down in Cabo, she a model. Got a villa by the beach, I feel like Pilo. Girl, best friend, choose you better follow. I'm just trying to fuck a Rambo like Mulatto. Hey, Nina, I can get you in the sex without a visa. You know I need ya. Put you in an AMG, not a Beamer. Let the chop out, it's singing like a Leah. I say a Zuhi and not a bottle. I'm just trying to get behind it like I'm 5 Me and you, that's a crazy combo. Don't